You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome back to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm David Hosterman alongside my co-host, John Edwards from Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have the luxury of having our MVP guest host, Kim Warmerskirchen with Metro Brokers, the W Real Estate Group. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real, real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. John, how you doing today? Good. Good morning, Dave. Good nice morning. to see you. Good morning to you, too. I know. We got Kim Wormerskirchen on the show. We're extremely excited about that. Um, really, really knowledgeable agent. By far one of the best in the business, in my opinion. She really always has her client's best interest in mind and knows the market so, so well. Uh, John, why don't you do us a favor and tell our listeners what's on tap for today's show? Yeah, are you still renting? Have you considered purchasing a home but find the process too intimidating? Stay tuned as we talk with Kim about why now is a great time to make that life-changing decision and just how easy it can be. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings. And a quick disclaimer that citywide home loans and Metro brokers are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Kim, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're very excited to have you on the show. Uh, Kim has been in the real estate industry for a number of years and knows this market extremely well. Uh, for our listeners out there looking to get in touch with Kim for any real estate needs, definitely highly encourage you to reach out to her. She can be reached at 303-475-2605. Kim, I know a lot about you and, and your real estate, but do me a favor, enlighten our listeners just a little bit about yourself, your real estate experience, stuff like that. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So I've been doing it for 26 years now. Um, I'm currently with Metro Brokers. My husband and I own a Metro Broker office in Littleton. And with the Debbie Real Estate Group, it's myself and four other associates. Nice. Very cool. Cool. And are you from Colorado? No, I'm from Kansas. I came out here in 1979. So you've seen the market change immensely from 1979. <laughs> I've seen the market and this whole town change immensely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know the feeling. I grew up... Uh, in the Littleton area, I know you you lived in the Littleton area and still do, if I mm -hmm. recall correctly. Yes. And I, re I remember we moved to Highland Ranch, John, um, back in the, I think it was mid-90s, like around 95. And I remember back then, anything south of County Line Road was a dirt road. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's changed immensely. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, the market's changing a ton. Wouldn't you agree, Kim? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, it seems like almost every day. Exactly. So yes. we're, it's it's... How we adapt to the change in this industry is, is very important. And in my opinion, Kim over at the W Real Estate Group is one of the best at doing that. So anyways, John, why don't you uh, do, do us a favor and kick off the first half of the show? Yeah, and so today we're going to talk about uh, renters and first-time homebuyers and really just kind of making that decision to go from renting to owning a home for the first time. I know a lot of first-time homebuyers that we talk with, Dave, they, they have concerns, they're intimidated by the process. But really, I mean, I think at the end of the day, 
Kim, if you have the right real estate agent, somebody that's knowledgeable, they've been through the process before, and a lender with experience as well, it doesn't have to be that bad, right? No, it makes all the difference in the world. So let's talk a little bit about what we're seeing in the in the world today of real estate. And that's why we love having local real estate agents like yourself on the show, Kim. Tell us what you're seeing in terms of like list prices and how that's different than what you were seeing maybe a year ago, let's say. Well, it's nice to see what the list prices are today. We're not <laughs> we're not seeing a little bit of a relief. <laughs> yes. We're not seeing that inflated price that we had. Um, so the homes I think are, most of them are listed at the market value than what they are. And we talked before the show just a little bit about, you know, when you're, when you're talking with your buyers about submitting an offer, you're still doing the same due diligence that you did before, but you can more confidently say to your buyers, here's where I think we should go in on this offer without the fear of having 20 other people that you're going to be offering against. That is so nice right now. (laughs) You know, John, with it being a sports show, it's sort of like, you know, going against the New England Patriots with Tom Brady not being their quarterback anymore, right? Yeah. You you have a chance to compete uh, where a year ago you didn't have a chance to compete because there was 15 other offers on the table. And with that being said, nowadays you, you, you can compete. And when I say compete, that means you can negotiate. An agent like Kim that, that, knows the business can, you know, negotiate on behalf of her buyers, you know, better than she could have a year ago where it comes to negotiating seller concessions, uh, closing dates, inspection items, you know, the big ticket stuff like that where we can start getting getting some leverage on that. Wouldn't you agree, Kim? Most definitely. So far as I, I it was important to me to always have my buyers do an inspection no yes, matter what. Totally. Um, but now they can actually ask for something. Yeah. Instead of just saying, "Oh, just health and safety issues," you know, yeah. now we'll you can give you actually everything address everything you want and then some. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Yes. So uh, there's a number of reasons why the market has sort of shifted over the course of the last six months. I think probably everyone would agree that rising interest rates have had a huge impact on that. Mm-hmm. Dave, talk to us a little bit about interest rates and kind of what we're seeing in in our recent weekly drop in rates, if you will. No, that's a great question, and for consumers out there. Um, you know, the really what I've been noticing quite a bit is that the 10 year treasury is extremely volatile. Um, last about a week and a half ago, we saw the 10 year treasury take one of its significant, one of the biggest declines we've seen in, you know, 15, 20 years, which ultimately brought the rates down quite a bit. Um, so right now we're looking at rates probably in this, in the, you know, mid to high sixes, in some cases, low sevens. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think when we're talking about renters getting out there to buy, there are some very valuable programs out there that are helping renters. Um, one of those programs I was recently featured in Yahoo Money on is about a two one buy down. And that's going to help that consumer on that initial payment shock. Basically, what that is, is, you know, say the rates are at, you know, 6.875. That means that the first year that rate is going to be. the second year 5.875 and the third year 6.875 so it helps that consumer to really get into that house afford that payment for the first couple years and hopefully that by that time the rates have gone down and then they can refinance into a lower rate Um, you know so that's definitely a good option available. 
Yeah, and so, Kim, you provided some great statistics before the show, one of them being that recent data from the Federal Reserve indicates the net worth of a homeowner is actually 40 times greater than that of a renter. So when we're talking about, you know, why renters should consider buying that home, that's a great reason right there, right? Well, I would say so. I mean, while you're renting, you're helping somebody else pay their mortgage. So why not just pay your own mortgage right. and, and gain that equity yourself? Exactly. And that's exactly what happens. So um, as you pay your mortgage down, the balance on your mortgage, that you create equity for yourself, equity being the difference in what you owe in the loan and the value of the property. So over time, it may not seem like much on a month to month basis, but over time, over years, it really does add up. It's almost like a forced savings account, which is another one of the uh, the statistics you would send over, it sort of forces you to save money over time. And then all of a sudden you look 10, 15, 20 years down the road and you're like, oh, holy cow, we've got a little bit of money in equity here. If we choose to, we can tap into that equity through a home equity line of credit or a cash out refinance or sell the home and, and buy a new one somewhere. Pay for kids college. Pay for kids college, exactly. right? Exactly. That's always a good <laughs> it's one. It's going to have yeah. to come from somewhere, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and, and one thing too that we got to keep in mind, guys, is that that rent rates are going up significantly aren't they kim they've gone up i can't i think it was 1980 something they have continually gone up they've not gone down at all not at all so if rent rates are continuously going up since 1980 let's call it right they're going to continuously go up in the near future so you know rent rates are becoming so astronomical that a lot of times it makes sense for these people to buy houses and have a similar payment uh, another thing, too, that we're seeing a lot of is people buying houses together to afford that payment, you know, or renting, you know, renting out a bedroom or a basement or a mother-in-law's quarters, as we call it, which is in, what is that, an ADU? Is that what they call those, Kim? Accessory dwelling unit, I believe, yes. you know, if, yeah. a, if a property has an ADU on it, you can sometimes get, you know, rental income from that. So, you know, that's always a good option as well. Well, chances are, if you're renting now, you probably have a roommate, Exactly. So why not just take that roommate with you when you purchase the home? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and Fannie Mae actually has a program that you can use that income, right, Dave? The Home Ready Program? That is. It's called a Home Ready Program. So if they're renting with you right now and you can show that you you have the same address and that that person has contributed at least 10 out of 12 months towards the rental income, that income can then be utilized for the new purchase of the loan, which is always a good option as well. And remember, we always talked about everybody thinks one of the number one things that the NAR report showed that buyers think they have to have 20% down. And, and, and for our listeners out there, NAR, that's National Association of Realtors. And like Kim mentioned, you know, that that is a common myth that consumers need 20% down. Right, um, we've talked about it for years. That and it's it not. still exists today. That yes. myth still yeah. exists it, today. It's so funny because, I, again, it was, I was featured in an article and this was probably four or five years ago about common myths of that consumers have when it, it comes to buying a house. But that still is the common myth, you know, to for our listeners out there, um, you know, you can do uh, FHA will allow for three and a half percent down. Fannie Mae, if you're a first time home buyer or have been a for, for, or a first time home buyer in the last three years, you can do three percent down. And there are a lot of um, national, state and local down payment assistance programs, which can help out consumers as well. So, Yeah. And I mean, I think if you're a renter now and you're a little bit concerned about having your own home and how are you going to pay for the mortgage and the taxes and the insurance, there's a lot that goes into that monthly payment and you've got utilities and stuff like that. 
Um, one of the things we had an agent on the show a couple of months ago that talked a little bit about house hacking. So if you really want to get creative, house hacking is simply where you're creating um, livable spaces in the house. So like turning your garage into a livable space or your basement into a livable space. And these are ways that you could potentially have some additional rental income on yeah. your property mm-hmm. to offset some of those costs so that maybe it's not as big of a burden as you think it might be. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out our past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage-related questions, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. If you'd like to get in touch with Kim Wormerskirchen with Metro Brokers, the W Real Estate Group, to discuss anything about buying or selling real estate, she can be reached at 303 303- Four seven five two six zero five. Dave, it's that part of the show now. We get to talk about the hot listings around Denver. And Kim has a couple of them nice. as well that she's going to talk about too. But first, I've got Derek Kleiner with Realty One Group. And Derek's got a great property here at 894 Park Cliff Lane in Castle Pines. It's on the market at $1.375 million. And this one has just under 5,000 total square feet with four beds, four baths fantastic two-story on one of the best lots in Forest Park, secluded in the pines, a true mountain feeling within the city limits of Castle Pines, some mountain views, golf course views. This is a beautiful property. If you'd like some more information on this one, reach out to Derek Kleiner at 303-332-3800. Thanks, John. I got one here from Jaime Gomez with Brokers Guild Real Estate. Jaime can be reached at 303-751-2400. This property is at 1145 Roslyn Street in Denver. It's listed perfectly at $662,000. It's a 2009 square foot, four bedroom, three bath house. This property is located very conveniently towards the RTD station. So, you know, if you want to catch that to the airport, to a Rockies game, go downtown, grab dinner, You know, it's a great, great property. Give Jaime Gomez a call on this one at 303-751-2400. And don't forget to tell them that Dave and John sent you. And Kim, you've got a couple of listings as well, including a great condo, right? For a potential first-time home buyer? Actually, it's a townhome. Townhome, even better. I I think it's even better. So it's listed at, uh, it's located at 9225 Nassau Avenue in Denver. It's listed at 420000 It's unusual in this area. It has four bedrooms upstairs. It has two baths, a full and a three-quarter. And it has been updated completely. New carpet. The kitchen has been opened. And these are the ones that have the carport and then the little patio behind there. And again, it's like you said, it's close to the light rail over there yeah. off Yosemite. Yep. So it's great access to that. No, that's perfect. Yeah, very, very good. Sounds like a great one. So, all right, guys, let's kick off the second half of the show here. Renters considering the purchase of a home should start out the process with a pre-approval, right, Kim? I mean, it's nice to have that initial conversation, but until they've gotten pre-approved, they really don't know what they should be looking at or what you should be showing them. Yeah, uh, I won't take anybody out until they do have a pre-approval. <laughs> no, and that's that, that's extremely important, and I think now too with the market slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, consumers don't have to be so trigger happy to where, you know, if a property comes on the market, it's going to be, you know, under contract in a matter of minutes, hours, or a day type situation. So these consumers do have time now to 
go out there and get pre-approved. John, can you tell our listeners what the big difference is between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval? Yeah, and, and I think this is very important. So a pre-qualification is fine. Basically, you could you could fill out our online application or we could do an application with you over the phone and you could tell us you know how much you earn and how much you have in assets and those kinds of things your basic questions. But the difference between a pre-approval is that we've actually collected the documentation to prove exactly how much income you do make. uh, If there's overtime, if there's bonus, um, we have an exact number that we can use so we can tell you exactly what you're going to qualify for. The same thing applies to uh, assets. We've confirmed that you do indeed have, you know, $25,000 in your savings account so that you can have money for the down payment, closing costs, earnest money, and those kinds of things, especially that earnest money, Dave. we got to make sure that you've got the funds for that because, Kim, the earnest money comes up pretty quick. <laughs> and they have to remember that the earnest money does get cashed. <laughs> so it does have to be good funds, yes. and, but they get it back at closing. And a lot of them forget that too, that yeah. that money does come back to them. Yep. No, you're 100% correct. And for listeners out there, earnest money, basically what that is, is you will go under contract on a property and then typically, Kim, what, 24 to 48 hours afterwards? Right. So usually about 24 to 48 hours, you have to, you have to provide either that real estate company or the title company, uh, a check um, of good funds, like Kim mentioned, and that's essentially your good faith deposit that you are going to go forward with the transaction. Now, us as a lender and and Kim as an agent, we're always protecting that money Mm -hmm. for you. You know, if something comes up and you do an inspection and the roof is completely totaled or there's black mold and you want to terminate, you terminate, get the money back as long as you're within your contract dates. If the appraisal comes back and the appraisal comes in below the sales price and the seller's not willing to negotiate again if you're within your contractual dates of the contract you can cancel the contract and get that money back so we're always making sure that that money is safe and sound our contracts are written for the buyer yeah they really are in colorado it favors the buyer yes for sure so uh so another reason if you're thinking about purchasing a home and you have concerns around the contract as long as you're staying within those deadlines, you do have a number of outs within that contract. And your sole subjected discretion, you yep. have that <laughs> ability to terminate. Exactly. <laughs> Let's take a step back before the contract, Kim. Mm-hmm. In order to get to that phase, a client needs to reach out to you and tell you what they're looking for, correct? They do. We just finished with a first-time home buyer. We yes. literally just closed last week, and they'd been renting, yep. and they were tired of of throwing, as they said, throwing their money away. And so the first we met with them and we have a book, it's called the buyer's book and we go through the whole process. That's awesome. So they understand because renting, you know, when you pay your rent on the first of the month, that's for that month. Yeah. And when you purchase that, when you pay your mortgage the first of the month, it's for the previous month. And then we have to go through taxes and understand the insurance. I mean, it's a lot. It's home buying 101. It has awesome. to, yeah, it has to be educated so they do know what they're getting into. I think that's very important. Yes, I could not agree with you more. You see so many clients that do not know what they're getting themselves into. And then, you know, you really have to dumb it down because we take take it for granted dealing with it day in, day, uh, mm-hmm. day in and day out. But the problem is a lot of consumers, they may buy only one, two, three houses their entire life. Lives, yeah. So... So, Kim, what are some of the parameters when you're talking to somebody and you're setting up their search, their home search through the MLS or whatever um, what software you use uh, that triggers them and sends them the information? What are some of the main parameters that you're talking with them about? 
Well, it's funny because every buyer thinks they know what they want. And then when we get out there, it's a lot different. (laughs) So we ask them, well, first up, they have to go talk to the to a lender, yep. find out what that purchase price is going to be, and then what are they looking for? Are they looking for, and then we ask them, how long are you going to live in the house? Do you see yourself in this home three years, five years? Is this your, you know, forever life yep. home? Yep. And once we figure that out, then it's like, do you want to live close to your work? Is that important to you? Is it not? Do you want to be close to restaurants and being able to walk and get coffee in the morning? All the, all those things. Yep. And then we go out and they realize that the area that they wanted to live in may not be in their price range. So then yeah. we, we get to shift that area. But yeah. once we find that out, we start with what they're asking for. And then we, we usually um, move that around a little. So it's pretty common for somebody to start in one area and then maybe maybe they end up with a home completely different than what they thought they were going to in the beginning. A lot. It happens, right? <laughs> yes, it does. It happens. But uh, that's, that's home buying and that's sort of part of the process. So, Dave, we do a lot in terms of financing, obviously, but with, the, with down payment assistance programs, you want to talk a little bit about – uh, you know, the basics of a couple of the programs that we work with. No, that's, uh, you know, I was mentioning it earlier is down payment assistance programs are going to be at a national level. That's going to be really your Metro DPA. That's a, a national uh, home buyers fund that allows uh, consumers to get down payment assistance. And then they're also going to be at the state level, which is going to be CHAFA, which is Colorado Housing and Finance Authority. And then they're also going to be at a county le- level, which is going to be like Aurora Hope or El Paso County Turnkey. Uh, or check. Uh, th- those are the options at the local level. Basically, these companies will allow a consumer to have a grant, which is non-repayable, or a second mortgage, which is repayable if a client were to sell or refinance the property. Uh, but what that allows a consumer to do is to get funds, usually in the range of 3 to 4%, to be utilized for down payment. So the client's can get into a house with literally about a thousand dollars down these days if you have an amazing real estate agent like Kim that can negotiate seller concessions. Kim, can you explain to our listeners what seller concessions are? <laughs> okay, so let's say that um, that to, to do one of those programs yeah. or, or the two one or whatever that you need say ten thousand yep. dollars, and so the seller has a house listed at four hundred. And then you're going to say, hey, could we have 10000 concession? At closing, at closing on paper, the seller is going to bring $10,000 of their, give $10,000 of their net that they were going to make. Give that over to you so you can use that as your funds. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. It's going to be utilized as the buyer's funds to be used for prepaid items and or closing costs. So if the total closing costs are $10,000, you're getting the seller to pay for all of that, and literally you're getting into that property with very, very, very little down. Right, John? Yeah, absolutely. The only thing that those funds can't be used for is down payment from the seller, but you can utilize the down payment assistance programs we're talking about, like Chaffa. We actually recently had one, Dave, a Chaffa that we were clear to close on that file with Chaffa in 10 days. So if you're a buyer, if you're an agent out there and you have concerns that it may take too long to do a down payment assistance type program, 
I mean, we're here to tell you that that's that's not the only scenario. We've we've actually been clear to close in as little as eight days on a chaff alone yeah. in the past, um, and we're able to help these clients that we got clear to close this week. They they're going to close a week and a half early, and so uh, there can be a huge benefit to that to working with lenders that do understand these programs and know how they work. That's exciting. No. You know, could you guys touch on one thing? Yeah, for sure. So I just had a buyer say, um, well, they're looking at, say, 400000 And then I'm like, well, I'm going to send you off, you know, prices up to four hundred five, And they think that that $5,000 is going to be thousands of dollars more a month. No. And that's, <laughs> and again, you know, it's funny because we have so many clients that call us, you know, we're pre-approved. We, you know. They call me up, hey, Dave, I'm pre-approved at $450,000, but I found this house at four hundred and sixty. dollars What's the payment? Mm-hmm. And you start going over the payment with them. They're like, wow, that's only you know, $28 more a month or, or $15 or $34 more a month. It, you, know, it, you really want to work with a reputable lender that can really explain the cost-benefit analysis mm-hmm. of going up in price. Because for con- some consumers, they may be maxed out. Right? And they oh, know yeah. that they're maxed out. For other c- consumers, they may be extremely fiscally conservative to where they need to go up a little bit more. Because, Kim, you know as an agent, if you go from 375 to 410 that opens up a, an enormous amount of additional inventory, right? A lot of inventory. So, you know, that could be the di- – it could also be the difference of, you know, 375 being a condo or townhome, now 425, potentially finding a small house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, very valid point, Kim. I, I am very glad you brought that up. Yeah, thank you. Well, one of the last points I wanted to make, we've got just a couple of minutes left here, is that uh, the borrowers should understand what their what their total monthly payment is. Um, you know, sometimes they'll come to us and they say, you know, we're pre-approved and the lender said that our payment was $2,000 a month and we're approved for $400,000. And we go through and we run the numbers and like, oh, the $2,000 is just your principal and interest. Did they talk to you about the homeowner's insurance? Did they talk to you about the taxes, the HOAs, the mortgage insurance? And and sometimes the answer to that is no. And we're like, well, your your total payment would be closer to you know $2,700 or $2,800 or whatever it is. It's really important that if you're buying a home, especially for the first time, that you understand what your total monthly housing expense is going to be. Are there HOA dues? There's definitely going to be taxes, and there's definitely going to be insurance, and there may very well be mortgage insurance. But that total monthly payment versus just the amount that you repay the loan is going to be a pretty significant difference. No, totally agree. Now, with this being a sports station, John, I wanted to bring up a great, great family movie that I saw on Face or on uh, Netflix the other day. I watched it with my kids and my wife. Uh, it's called Facing Nolan. Do you guys all both remember Nolan Ryan? Back oh in yes, the day? yes, Absolutely. the run. Yes, it, it it it's an amazing story um, for anybody out there looking for a great, you know, um, family movie. There's not many family movies out these days, unfortunately. And that's that, that's kid friendly, Dave, for my three year old. Extremely <laughs> kid friendly, but it's it's remarkable. You, you know, Nolan Ryan hasn't played baseball in quite some time, but seeing a an athlete and a pitcher of his magnitude, you know, he still has he still first in all-time strikeouts um he's got 5,714 strikeouts that that record in my opinion will never be beat that's pretty Um, impressive he's got seven no hitters again it's a record that will never be beat because you're not seeing these pitchers going the length of the game anymore and it's just a you know it's a really cool story about his upbringing about you know his early early career you know his later career 
one his last no hitter, John. I think he got when he was forty four years old. Can you Jeez, believe that? that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you know, for anybody out there facing Nolan, it's on Netflix. It's an amazing, amazing story. Oh, good. That sounds like a good one. I'm trying to think if we've watched any good sports family movies lately. I can't think of any that we've watched lately, but it's always good to know. Good to have in my back pocket. Another yeah, another sure. awesome one that I don't think is as family friendly is Formula One on Netflix. It's a series that's you know about Formula One racing and the in you know it's very cool because it's it's how competitive it is and how how they incorporate teamwork as well. You know that's a very cool cool show. Awesome. Uh, well, we've got about a minute left here, Dave. Um, any predictions on football for the Broncos? I don't even really want to talk about the Broncos right now. I'd rather I'd rather talk about the Avalanche or the Nuggets personally. But uh, we can talk about that as well. You know, yep. I, you know, I think both of those teams are very good teams. We'll see what happens. Um, the Avalanche I think, have I think, a. I think football in Colorado with Colorado State University, CU, and uh, the Denver Broncos is definitely. Hopefully things can change on that. So there's maybe always, a rebuilding year. Exactly. There's always next year. That's right. always next year. Come Cam, out strong next year. Kim, thanks so much for being on the show. Any last minute thoughts from you? Uh, go out, find a, a great lender that we have here and a realtor and get yourself a house. I totally agree. And with the holidays coming around, you know, people are coming up with New Year's resolutions. You know, if that's something that you want to do, call us, prepare yourself, get ready to do that at the first of the year. And, and make that dream finally a reality. And, yes. you know, Kim and John and myself would be more than happy to help you out. The renter's resolution, Dave. I like that, John. <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch with Kim Wormerskirchen to discuss buying or selling your next home, she can be reached at 303-475-2605. Again, in my opinion, one of the best in the business and very knowledgeable of what she does. Thank you so much for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing your next home or refinancing your current mortgage, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show airing on ESPN Radio at 7 a.m. on Saturday. You can find our past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.